Awakened Conscious Conversations podcast to help you grow and discover who you are, to develop a deeper, more complete side of yourself via conscious talks, self-love, meditation, and by interviewing some of the most inspiring guests on the planet. shamanichealings.earth for more information. So at the start of this podcast, I would just like each and every one of you just take a nice deep inhalation and then a nice deep exhalation. And again, one more deep inhalation and a nice deep exhalation. And if you want to, you can continue doing that slow, calm, deep breaths. Remember, the breath is never forced, but it's nice and calm. And see how much better you may be able to listen or how calmer that you feel after this podcast. So we are in the last four weeks of season 10, which is the summer sizzling edition of podcasts self-hosted by myself so that I could still bring them to you during the heart of the lovely summer months and even if you're listening to this podcast and it's not summertime where you are or it's a different time of the year there's still lots of value in listening to what I have to share with you. So quite often I will plan my podcast before I hit record. I um, interview many wonderful guests from around the world as you know but I like to keep the balance between structure and and being spontaneous because I think they both have value in this world and we live in a highly structured world and we obviously we need structure to deliver things but we also need this creative flowy life force as well which we sometimes forget about and as a artist I really need to have the time to be spontaneous as well but not just for kind of selfish reasons but for reasons which I can then just pull right from the universal life force anything that I feel or rather the universe feels is of value for you dear listener to help you on your quest because each of us are on our own hero's quest through this life because life is full of turns and twists that we don't expect sometimes it's pleasant things sometimes things aren't so pleasant so this is why I'm here to help I'm wanting to help you find your way I don't expect everyone to agree with everything I say just take the bits that you find inspirational so before I embarked on today's podcast and press record now as I press record I didn't have a clue what I was going to talk about but I kind of did a bit of back work before that I got up did a very abundant opportunity building meditation and yoga practice and then went on my own hero's quest where I went to a large outdoor countryside area and kind of walked around and just felt into what connection there was with nature but just before I was leaving the house I noticed I'd left one of my yoga mats in the garden and sitting on that yoga mat was this grasshopper and the sun was coming down and warming this grasshopper's body and I don't know the science of how well grasshoppers can see I'm sure they can see quite well but I'll have to have a look after this podcast but the point was I was quite close to this grasshopper and at any moment he could jump away and get away from me with ease I'm sure but 
I felt like the grasshopper knew the moment when to use his energy and when to preserve his energy. And that's where I think as humans, we've kind of got so out of balance. I often bang on about technology. I, I love technology. I use it, but I also feel that it was it's lost its way in a sense that originally I thought it was made to help us have more time, but really it's there to fill every single moment of our time so that we don't have a chance to fully be. And fully being and being in that presence is like flossing for your soul. You know how you floss your teeth at night? Um, and I once heard someone say that yoga movements are, are like flossing for the, the spine, the body, which I think is a really fantastic way to describe it. Well, being presence, being in the moment, I feel is flossing for your soul. Whatever your spiritual beliefs is undeniable that sitting still and meditating can help us a lot. And meditation comes in many forms. So I have done many podcasts on the meditation and as always there will be meditation at the end but the point that I really want to work on today when to stay still and when to have a leap of faith a leap of faith in who and what you are without the need to kind of like persecute yourself because you think I should 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 be doing this and if only I had this that and that I would 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 so it's like a should would should would it's like someone playing like the badminton or tennis and one tennis racket has got should and the other one just has would and then there's kind of life bouncing in between so you kind of don't want to like get stuck in and being in that place between should and would through your entire kind of life um Rather, um, I would say I am, I am not, is a kind of better way to be. But how to find that kind of compass, how to find that, the gauge point between taking that leap of faith and knowing times when you can't need to kind of go within and be still. Well, if if there's anything I would say was to look at it at scales, stillness, leap of faith. So leap of faith... Um, comes under kind of a whole umbrella of action all kinds of things but the only way I have discovered through trial and error is when to take a leap of faith is when I have first sat beam with myself and quietly contemplated and if I reflect back on my life even the times when I hadn't fully at first understood or rather taken down myself down a spiritual path there was this knowing this leap of faith that looking back got me to try new things and go to places which I would never have done if I had been listening to the shoulds and woulds um, within my head I kind of felt somehow before I even discovered meditation there's been a few times in my life before that where I kind of was still was still without knowing why and don't get me wrong it was a lot easier back then because we weren't all addicted to our telephones we weren't all addicted to our mobiles our cell phones telephones whatever you call them in in whatever wonderful country you're listening to this from but there was a time when we weren't addicted to them and if I could give you one massive tip which is going to help with everything really is can you 
like set a time, maybe just for like an hour a day where you don't look at your phone and tell loved ones or just kind of just have it on silent, just where you can just kind of be. Or if an hour is too long, maybe you've got dependents, etc. Just have a bit of time where you just don't, you're not addicted to technology. You're kind of learning to be. Because sometimes I, as well, don't get me wrong, if I'm walking around somewhere beautiful, of course I want to get my phone out and take a picture. But do that. But then put the phone back in the pocket and just be there. Bloody be there in that moment. Um, just be, be, be in that moment without the need to kind of record every single instant of your life because again that is so taking you out the present moment as well maybe a bit present where you press and record and you think oh this is a wonderful thing if you want to do that do that but then put the phone away and just sit and just be and um, just allow yourself to kind of be in that moment there's this wonderful film which oh the name eludes me right now Sean Penn in it when he's a photographer and he was trying to get a picture of this snow leopard. He was kind of a bit old-fashioned with the way he took pictures. He took them like on a manual camera and like he had kind of went out into the wilderness just to get a shot of this snow leopard. And oh absolutely spoiler alert, so if you're about to watch a film that you know was got a photographer with Sean Pen and then press stop, right? <laughs> but if you if you've already seen it, um, just remember that point where he actually sees the snow leopard, but he just he just wants to take in the image of this snow leopard. And I'm sure you've got we would have got a lot of money for this photograph, but he just the the picture was so good he didn't want to record it. He just wanted to see and be there. And I just thought that is really a kind of mantra or or rather a kind of thing to remember that we could all do and then we will know when to take the leap of faith and be still. I don't know, maybe he did then go on to take a picture, but for that moment, he just wanted to just be and see this magnificent creature and to kind of be fully present and take it in, whereas we're Western about with our technology and stuff, we don't always kind of get to be be that but if, if you watch animals as well because I'm fascinated by nature and animals and I'm very lucky I get an abundance of them in my garden and around the area I am and I just find them really fascinating they won't waste their energy like they there are so many things always trying to hunt and kill them I'm sure and yeah maybe they are in the fight and flight mode who knows but they will find moments where they will just sit and be. They will just sit and be. And then they won't take that, they won't go until they necessarily have to or they feel unsafe and then they'll suddenly go. But I've seen that so many times with little birds that have come up to me, um, little creatures. And I don't know, maybe they have like a, a sixth sense where they know if someone's going to harm them or not and they kind of like will kind of be. But like... Just think of yourself like a field mouse on a long grain and just think there's, there's quite a lot of dangers there, I'm sure. Birds, things trying to hunt them, owls, birds of prey, etc. And then there's like the when it's harvest time, the combine harvesters or whatever they use to cut down the, the grass to make it into hay or corn or whatever it is. But they will kind of just kind of be, I've seen them sit there and be and, and look about and then they will take the leap of faith. And all this backstory is just to say that 
for you to be on your quest and to you to be on your most magnificent quest that you could possibly ever be, the best thing that you could possibly ever do is to know when to take action or rather to know when to take a leap of faith and when no to be still. So some leap of faiths we can feel completely blind and um, unknowing towards the situation. So it's not about being reckless. I think reckless is when you've kind of like just making the same mistakes again, 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 without sitting down and digesting what, what, when you were in a previous situation, what you learned from that. But the leap of faith is knowing your magnificence, your sovereignty, your absolutely fantastic self, which we are told in so many ways from so many people, so many sources, that we are small, but we are so much vaster and bigger than we are allowed, or rather we allow ourselves to be. Never, ever, ever let anything make you feel small. And if you keep and please, if, if, any, if anything could ever help you, read between the lines of anything. So TV, adverts, newspapers, etc. Read between the lines and just don't follow anything blindly on whatever side of the fence that you feel that you are on. Feel into it. That is your compass to feel in into that inner knowing, that inner place of peace rather than just react, 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 or kind of follow blind like sheep in fields. Like, I love sheep. They are beautiful creatures. And actually, if you study them, they all do seem to have lots of little personalities. And I'm lucky enough to be able to go to places where I can sit down. And sometimes the lambs actually come up to you and, you know, you kind of have that kind of sense of peace. But if you think of the thing of like how one sheep runs off and all the rest follow and they just kind of follow blindly and that sheep could be leading them off a cliff but they will still follow because that's easier than kind of sitting down and thinking for oneself or rather kind of going on our own quest. Equally, I don't think a life is about being on a, alone and not around people as well because community, I feel, has really been ripped apart um, over many years and we kind of lost a way in that as well. But also community can be very, very, very challenging as well. And there's a lot of pressure put on by community as well to be a certain way and to fit into a certain way. So in many ways, I can understand why people aren't so drawn to being in a, living in a bit more of a community these days because there is so many politics and the, there's no bigger politics really than in the spiritual world unfortunately because we a lot of us can do this spiritual bypassing where we kind of think we're doing this that and the other but then we kind of really kind of lose our way at the same time and it's kind of really quite sad um but I'm going kind of a long way of trying to say that it's all about connection, but also knowing when to disconnect, but not disconnect where you disconnect and you feel kind of alone, but knowing that we are, each and every one of us is energetically joined and each and every one of us is part of such a bigger, vaster picture. And we only find the way to know when to leap, take leaps and bounds when we have fully embraced and learned to cherish moments, learn to 
find our majestic sovereign self by being completely and utterly present. And you might say big words, gentle yoga warrior, big words, and maybe they are, but I really know from experience and all the times I've felt lost and there's certain things that, of course, I'm working through a lot of stuff, just like the rest of you. I'm not perfect. I don't pretend to be perfect by any stretch of imagination, but I really have got some experience and I really want to share my wisdom with you, dear listener, to help you on your quest. So... Without further ado, let us do a joint meditation together. Please make a promise to the sovereignty of your soul that the moment that you can get somewhere where you can sit quietly and peacefully, you will reconvene with this meditation and find ways to find your, to know to be still and when to take great big leaps of faith. As promised, here is your meditation inspired by today's show. Top tips for the meditation is either sit nice and cross-legged on the floor with a nice straight back. Always nice to sit on a block or a cushion. Or if that's not available for you, you sit in a chair with the back nice and straight. The important thing is you're not slouching. And if you're doing something that requires you concentration, all you need to do is just pause this and you can reconvene the meditation at a time that is good for you. If you're doing the meditation, let's begin. So the giant leap of faith that you can take today as you learn how to play and you learn how to be free and you can become whatever you want to be, but knowing that you are already fantastic, majestic and wonderful. So let's inhale and exhale again. Let's not let this life be in vain. What is it that you want to do? What do you love about yourself right now? What do you cherish about this moment? And tell yourself how. How can you learn to begin all over again? in a sense of seeing each and every day as it magically unfolds. And with each time you learn to step in the moment, maybe you become a bit more bold and you learn by being present. You smell the grass, you taste the food, you hear the sounds of nature, you look with your eyes, you feel with your heart. Touch, taste, hear, smell, be. Step away from electrical devices once a day. Learn how to connect with your higher self. In that way you can pray. You can learn to be free. Learn to feel as if you're grounded with structure the components that help things to be built. But if we're so stuck in the glue of that, how can we find the inspiration, the magic to go further into our day? How can we learn how to be and how to take giant, magical leaps of faith in our dreams, our goals, or leaps of faith, just learn how to enjoy life again. So enjoyment. So if you feel that you want to have a break 
from things which aren't serving your soul. Go for it. Be bold. Have a plan, of course. Don't be reckless. But knock should and would off your shoulders. Should off it goes. Would off it goes. Can and I am or I am not and I won't. I am or I am not. I can or I will not. But find the balance of what you want to do and don't give up on it. It starts with one shoed foot on the floor and the other shoed foot to follow as you take those shoes where you feel instinctively tapping into your best and brightest being. Shine bright, dear one. Take that leap of faith. And I invite you to sit for a few moments of stillness after this meditation ends. And if you have the inclination, you can pick up your pen and just write whatever comes from your heart. How to take a giant leap of faith, how to be still and how to find the balance. Step into that sovereignty, your inner unstoppable will. So take a nice deep inhalation, come back into the moment, come back into the room. Take a nice deep inhalation again. Exhale, let anything go that no longer serves you. (sighs) Inhale, bring in positive energy, protection, joy, happiness and joy. Exhale, go about your day. Don't forget to pray to yourself in a sense of tapping into your higher, wonderful self. And if you struggle with meditations and if there's something you specifically would like to work on, please reach out to thegentleyogawarrior.com and then we can record a personalized meditation that is great for your own personal needs, which can help you with your goal. So thank you so much, dear listeners, for taking the time to listen and support our show today. And if you want any more information on what we have to offer, check out shamanichealings.earth for more information.